0: uh,
1: Well, good morning, everyone, and good afternoon to our friends uh, on the East Coast. This is Stuart Crawford here on Small Business IT Radio, and we're back for another wonderful episode of IT Talk uh, especially focused on the small business community. Uh, and we had some wonderful programs over the last few uh, months. But, uh, you know, we're up here. We're going to have a kind of a roundtable. I call it kind of an organized chaos call this morning. We've got a bunch of people on, and the phone lines are just lit up like a Christmas tree, and it's, uh, it's really great because we've got a lot of participation, and I'm just going to open some lines up here for, uh, for those that are just joining us. Again, my name is Stuart Crawford, and welcome to Small Business IT Radio. This program runs every Friday. Well, we try to make it every Friday. On Blog Talk Radio, and today's uh, topic, we're just going to talk about HCG Summit that ran last week in Dallas, Texas. Wrapped up uh, last Friday. A lot of learnings going on, a lot of great uh, stuff happening, and uh, we we organized a wonderful panel of people, and uh, and we're expecting a lot of people just to drop in over the next 60 minutes as we as we review uh, what happened uh, last week in Dallas. Uh, I don't think Dallas will ever be the same after having. 400 or so IT partners uh, in one location. I know the Internet pipe will never be the same. Anyway, uh, I want to kind of bring in the guy who organized all this, the guy that made HGG, uh happen. Um, Arlen Sorensen joins us on the line from Harlan, Iowa. Arlen, how are you this morning, my friend?
2: I'm doing well, Stuart. Thanks for uh, inviting me on.
1: Well, welcome back. I know you're a well-seasoned veteran when it comes to uh, participating in this program. It's always nice to have you back. All right. Kind of before we bring everybody else on, uh, I kind of just want to talk to you, basically, about the, you know, the whole thing about HEG. There, there may be some people here that, you know, just kind of stumbled upon this and and are not familiar with what, what Heartland Tech Group is all about, and especially the the peer group concept and the, you know the things that we do, openly sharing uh, ideas and thoughts and working together as one big happy family. I know when I talk to folks, uh, you know, even in our local community here. There's also, you know, always a puzzle look. I mean, you guys actually get together and openly share concepts and you know, what you guys are going to market with. Uh, it's almost like a foreign concept to them. So maybe Arthur, maybe just give a quick introduction of HTG for those that maybe are, are new to this concept.
2: Sure, Stuart. Uh, HTG is really uh, built around the concept of bringing together uh, owners, principals, managers of IT companies. And creating a small community of a, of a dozen companies from non-competing uh, marketplaces, putting them in a room for two days every quarter to share uh, best practices and serve as a board of directors for one another. So we uh, we enable this deep communication, this trust to be built, and uh, these owners get together and they they share uh, what's going on in their businesses. We uh, we have open Open access to each other's financials and, and uh, pretty much every other aspect of, of the companies, with the intent of helping one another grow. So it's really built around the uh, you know the go giver type philosophy and mentality that uh, I will uh, increase my own uh, situation by investing in others and in giving to them, and so. Uh, These meetings are filled with uh, sharing of all kinds of ideas and and, uh, things that have worked for companies in their own marketplaces uh, to the point where they actually prepare documents to give to one another that are step-by-step and and allow people to really take them home and put them to work right away. And the, the real beauty is that as a business owner, you don't have to go make every mistake on your own. You can learn from 11 other folks that are doing the exact same thing as you are and hopefully, shortcut the uh, the time it takes to uh, to grow and and become more successful. So, that's kind of the the foundational uh, concept of what we're doing. Uh, we're up to 19 groups today, uh, and uh, continuing to uh, bring people together in communities and, and allow them to share life together.
1: Great, and I you know I've been involved with HCG uh, for a number of years, and I, it's it's phenomenal to see the growth uh, of how this organization started from. You know, those first few meetings we've had at Council Bluff to, you know, last week in Dallas. So, What what was so special about Dallas in your, your opinion, Arlen?
2: Well, it was really the, the first time that we had uh, put on our own uh, conference event uh, as an HTG family. Uh, we had a little over 400 people together for uh, most of a week. And, uh, you know, it was just the opportunity for us to... Uh, to really share in a, in a large venue to have keynote speakers and a bunch of good breakout sessions but but just to build community across all of our groups so uh, typically uh, these groups are are pretty siloed and and uh, within a group of twelve companies there's a lot of deep relationships that establish but uh... this really was the first chance we've had to get everybody together and to do uh... you know the large large community type of stuff and and uh... We had our vendor sponsors there with us, and and just the uh, the electricity and the excitement was uh, was overwhelming, really. And uh, we had a fantastic week together in Dallas.
1: It was it was definitely a wonderful week. Um, and we actually just um, opened up the chat window here on Small Business IT Radio. So if you have a question for any of the panelists, uh, the chat window is open, and you also uh, call in if you want at 646-716-8372. We got a number of callers on. We're going to try our best to get to all calls today if we if we can. I want to invite uh, Robert Lindley in, uh, from uh, ISI in Little Rock, Arizona. Robert, uh, tell us a little bit about your company and the value uh, that HCG brings to um, your firm. So
0: you're going to move me to Arizona, are you? How about Arkansas? Sorry. <laughs> Arkansas.
1: Did I say Arizona? You're in Arkansas. Sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, boy, the, uh, we've been a member of HCG since May of 2007. Um, this is uh I think was our eighth meeting together as a group. And uh it's just uh amazing to me um the camaraderie we have with each other, the amount of information we share with each other. But you know the main thing that I get out of H D G is accountability to do an action within my business. And uh yeah, it's uh meeting once a quarter with my peers and having them hold me accountable to the things I said were important to the growth of our business. You know, a lot of times as principals uh, we don't have anyone holding us accountable to the, uh, the ways we grow our business, the way we work within our business. And uh, that's the main benefit I get out of H T G.
1: And, and you've been around for a while, Robert, so you've seen uh, the early days of HDG. In your opinion, um, you know, how do you see the growth uh, today uh, where we're at? Is there, is there an additional benefit now to your business? Now we have 19 groups and we're getting together uh, once a year in an annual conference.
0: You know, one of the things that struck me was when Arlen asked for a show of hands in the room uh, down in Dallas and asked for how many partners were not a part of HDG a year ago, and that was half the room. So you were to talking about exponential growth, we've definitely have seen it. Um, the thing I'm seeing is the, the HDG All concept, the fact that we're getting together, uh, you know, we'll be doing this in fourth quarter and then two times next year, is when all the groups get together, there's some synergy around specific interests. So um, one of the areas we're looking to develop in our business is healthcare, and there's a healthcare special interest group, and a lot of great content that uh, Garrett Brucker and uh, Mike Ritzema are putting together on that.
1: Great, you know, it, it was, a, and I, I can't uh, go on to say how much more. And it was a wonderful conference. You know, talking about conferences and making you know HTG Summit, I want to invite in, you know, the kind the person that kind of made this all happen outside of, uh, of course, outside of the people at HTG and Arlen and Scott. And uh, I'm just going to try to unmute the line here. But I want to invite Christy and in. Christy Sacco joins us from Tampa. Christy, how are you this morning? I hope you guys are warm down there.
3: Oh, it's more than warm. <laughs> it's probably headed towards a little bit too hot, but we're good.
1: So, Christy, you you came on board as the event organizer and brought all of this. I'm gonna I'll say a, a good a good madness together. You know. As an outside observer, maybe first time, you know, really immersed into the HCG way of, you know, the way of life, what did you see there that, you know, the average IT professional or owner of a company may not have noticed?
3: Well, there's definitely a great synergy amongst the members. I felt like, um, you know, one key difference that I've talked about a little bit uh, throughout is the difference between customer attendees and member attendees. I felt like the members, you know, we want to continue to meet the needs of the members and not just think of them as customers that, you know, we're just trying to throw appreciation at, but I felt like the members as attendees were very, very appreciative of even the smallest things that we had done for them. They didn't have huge expectations, but they were very appreciative of everything that was done.
1: Well, you did a wonderful job, Christy, so I'm going to go on the record of saying that. It was a well, very well-run confer- conference, and I'm sure Arlen can uh, attest that uh, without you there, it probably would have not been as uh, a well-oiled oiled machine.
3: Well, thank you. We had a good team to work with and uh, a lot of support from the members, so that made it easy.
1: Great. Well, thanks, Christy. And, you know, we'll maybe come back to you in a few minutes here with some more additional comments, but you know, we got a w- – a- Big group of guys and and, and professionals on here. I don't, you know, sorry, I always want to say guys, but you all know what I'm talking about. I want to bring in my uh, my good friend uh, Rick Ball, who's uh, in Chicago. And uh, you know, I'm not bitter that uh, the Blackhawks beat out the Flames in the in the first round of the playoffs. But Rick, um, you know, talk about you know your business. And I know you've been on our program before, but uh, you know, you have a, a very uh, well run uh, company in the Chicago area. Tell us a little about your business.
4: Okay. Uh, It's a pleasure, Stuart. Thanks for having me on. Um, We are a a small bar in the Chicago area, but uh, back to the HTG perspective, we're probably one of the smallest companies represented uh, in HTG. Um, There's 200-plus companies, and uh, I I participate as a member in 13, and I lead um, 19, Uh, And I know in 13, we're the smallest company, and in 19, if I were a member, we'd be the second smallest. So uh, there's much larger partners, um, but as a small guy, I just find tremendous benefit. And as as Arlen said, uh, you know, one of the key advantages is uh, I can avoid making some of the same mistakes that someone else has done. Uh, we've been in business for for 12 years, and uh, probably the first 10 of those were what most people would describe as a lifestyle business. Um, I actually made most of my income outside of my business, and as long as the business wasn't on fire and it was kind of taking care of itself, things were good. But in the uh, in the last two years, we've really you know turned around, and I've focused you know on on kind of the E Myth principle of of working on my business and not in my business. And uh, HTG is, I mean, that's, we had uh, Bob Berg as a a guest speaker. We probably ought to get um, uh, Michael Gerber to speak as well because, you know, HTG really, um, you know, promotes the idea of working on your business, and and that's how you succeed.
1: So, Rick, one of the questions I want to ask you, because we had you on the program with Arlen uh, back uh, last December, we were talking about faith in the workplace, uh, and you know, HCG is not uh, doesn't hide the fact that you know uh, a connection to our spiritual life is just as important as understanding the numbers of our business. But how does um, how do you manage the whole, or or? At better, yeah. Here's a better question: how do you, how do you approach the whole spiritual workplace balance uh, and family, uh, and how does HCG help you uh, with that?
4: Uh, that's a that's a great question, and and you know, um, I think Arlen would echo this. We really can't separate the two or the the three really. You can't separate your spiritual life from your family life from your work life. Um, you know, and, and a lot of us do, but uh, none of us are happy with the results. So I think that uh, you know, in my business, uh, I'm just very transparent about it with. Um, uh, my clients, with my staff, uh, with people that I talk to, um, it, it's kind of interesting because I have a, a couple of blogs that I do, and and those of you, yourself and Arlen and some of the others that, that that link out to my blogs are linked to what would be my personal or spiritual blog, rather than my business or technical blog, and uh, you know that's actually encouraging to me. And and I just anecdotally, I, I get calls from salespeople all the time. And probably two out of the last three calls that I've gotten, the salesperson has clicked on my website, went to the personal blog, read some of my personal spiritual beliefs, and, and asked me about them in the conversation. So, you know, the, the short short answer is you just you have to live your faith, and uh, trying to hide it would be just just too hard, I think. So there's definitely
1: a connection there, Rick, between you know the and you know the success in business is that, you know I think directly related to your success uh, uh, in family and your success in all aspects of your life. And HEG balances that all together. Arlen, uh, you know you you led that whole movement. I think, I think I read on a blog post of yours a, a long time ago that it was a it was a gamble. How was You know how would you know having a, a worship service and a an IT conference uh, go over? Uh, how has that changed from the, for that first day to you know what we just experienced in Dallas last week?
2: Well, certainly, uh, what Rick just shared was described my my attempt uh, for a lot of years where I tried to separate my my spiritual life from from everything else and checked it at the door when I uh, got up and went to work. Uh, you know, when when we started to uh, to hold devotions and, and then ultimately have a, a worship service. Uh, I had some fear and trepidation, you know, I've been told that you can't do that, no one will show up, people don't want anything to do with it, and, uh, you know, I had no idea what to expect when we started, and and I still recall the first time we had uh, devotions, we had 12 people show up, and and that that was encouraging to me, I thought that was a a really successful uh, morning this last week, we had mornings with over 50 folks in in our uh, morning devotions in, in Dallas, so... Uh, people people do want to connect uh, their spiritual life with business. They want to uh, be able to share all of life together, and, and that's really you know our our mantra at HTG. We're, we're not just about business. We want to impact people in in terms of how they lead their organizations. We want to impact their life, and quite frankly, we want to be a disruptive change in every area of their life to to help them go after their goals. Uh, too many people. Go through life and never really achieve the things that are most important to them because they they don't share those with anybody and they try to do it on their own. And we want to be a, a organization that helps folks go after all their goals and and achieve those things by being accountable to others. And uh, that that includes our spiritual life and, and our leadership and, and every other aspect of life. So I'm glad that uh, I didn't listen to all the naysayers and and we uh, went ahead and took a risk and and uh, it's been. It's been a real blessing ever since, well I know, Arlen,
1: uh, you know it 's just my own experience it's definitely helped uh, a lot of my uh, things in my own life plus uh you know others around me I've seen huge change i'd like to welcome in uh Dave Sobel who joins us from uh, the d c area uh Dave, how are you this morning
5: i'm good it's uh, you know it 's been a busy morning already i 'm halfway through the day so
1: <laughs> that's right it's, uh, afternoon for you so uh here's uh, uh a question for you Dave because I know you 're leading uh the, one of the you know the UK group, which is the first uh, peer group in, of uh, UK partners, kind of similar to what I'm doing with the Canadian group. What was the general feeling from uh, the UK partners that made the trek across the pond in uh, Dakota Dallas last week?
6: Well,
5: I mean, I, I thought that I mean the, the guys were, were really engaged and excited, and the, the feeling of, for them this was the big opportunity to to interact with HTG as a whole, and, and I think having everybody in, in one place. And really giving that opportunity for networking and participation really benefited you know, a, a group, just as you see with, with the Canadian group, that at times, as Arlen said, is sort of siloed off. That's great for the developing the relationships within the group and definitely within their own businesses. But there's a lot of collaboration that can be done. The application development group, one of the HTG 11 members participated with, so that they were building, as they build their application development practice, they're actually, you know, sharing information and knowledge with their colleagues.
1: So, you know, HTG benefit. HTG is now expanding uh, outside of uh, North America and definitely playing uh, a very important role uh touching the lives of partners uh you know across the uh across the pond there, Dave. for so you know last question on on the u k group is uh where are you going next i mean i know you uh, you ha you know had a a smaller turnout compared to some of the other peer groups uh you know, taking uh the learning from uh dallas what's the plan uh for uh you know expanding on that group
5: well the, as, as we are we, Arlen and I talk a lot about how this is all working, and as we moved out of North, North America, what's going on, it's kind of like starting again for HTG in some ways. Um, so some of the learnings that we really we focused on were not only you know what what kind of value we were going to deliver to the members but what we wanted to go you know to the market with in the u k and and you know we actually have some open spaces for the u k group and have an active plan for how the recruiting is going to happen you know, across the pond. And then this is the this is hopefully going to be the model for continued interest in markets that HTG isn't in that there are providers interested in, in joining. We're going to use this model over and over again.
1: And so what, one last question on that, Dave. And then we'll move on. Do UK partners have the same struggles? What say that us partners in North America have?
5: They've got a lot of the same struggles, what, what I, you know, and, and Arlen joined us in, in January for the meetings in Birmingham. One of the things that, you know, business is business almost no matter where it's conducted. So you've got a lot of the same issues around people and managing people and managing relationships. That's the same no matter where you're at. There are a lot of specifics when you get down to the you know tax laws and employment laws and, and those kinds of contracts. That stuff may work a little bit differently, but at the core of what we do is not really around technology. It's around people, and those challenges are the same no matter wh- where you live or what language you speak.
1: Yeah, excellent. That, and I find the same thing with our Canadian partners. Is you know we have different uh, you know rules and regulations when it comes to tax and HR, but you know business is business no matter where you're located. And and I want to bring on a a Canadian partner who also has an American tie, and I want to introduce my friend Mike uh, from Binatec. Now, he's out of the Buffalo office, but I still consider him a a fellow Canadian uh, today. Mike, uh, tell us about your business and uh, maybe some of the unique struggles you have running a company in two countries.
7: Uh, That's great. Thanks, Stuart. Um, Yeah, I formed an IT company in uh, Ontario, in Hamilton, Ontario, back in 1990 and uh we grew to a, a reasonable size for, you know, a smaller IT bar. Um and then we decided in 2002 that we wanted to have a US presence, so we opened up an office in the uh Buffalo uh area and uh, we went through the full process of incorporating in New York State, getting work permits and and uh, went through the whole routine. And uh we didn't start we didn't really have any customers or employees when we started and or learned things the hard way, but um, it, it uh, came along, we hired some people, we got some customers on, and then by 2000, uh, late last year, we entered into uh, an arrangement to buy another IT company in Western New York, so we purchased Orchard Computing, and uh, now our U.S. office is up to eight people, so I uh, spend my time between uh, living in Canada and being in the Canadian office three days a week, and then I drive. I spend an hour and 20 minutes in my car and I commute to Buffalo. And we have the companies, though, they're in two different countries. They're fully integrated. One phone system, voice over IP, you can transfer between the offices. All the servers are in Canada and we use Citrix. So everything's completely integrated, but there have been a lot of challenges for me in terms of learning the different market areas and the different HR rules and tax laws and so forth. But being part of HTG uh, has really helped with that because I'm in a group, uh, group number 15 and I have 11 other members who are all based in the US so being in a US group's probably been very helpful for me compared to if I was just in a Canadian group for example. Though I agree that a lot of the business challenges are exactly the same in terms of running an IT uh, company and just to add the, the biggest thing I uh, get out of HTG is really the the discipline that's required to execute. I find I work very well in a formal structure where I have to come up with goals and have to develop business and marketing plans, and then I'm accountable to present those a quarter from now or, you know, three months from now, whatever, to my peers and, uh, you know, also discuss it on a conference call in between. So that discipline has really changed my business as well, though we did expand and we did open another office. I consider myself have having been somewhat lifestyle as well. And uh, being part of HTG now has really changed that for me. And uh, I really enjoy giving as well and being able to share all my experiences with uh, some of my group uh, members. I'm not the largest, but I'm not the smallest group, a company in my group, and I find I can help a lot of the smaller companies. So I really enjoy making a difference uh, to the other uh, members.
1: I'm gonna I'm kind of kind of bring in yourself, Mike and Rick here because I want to talk about you know being a smaller organization in a in a in a peer group because you know I have a number of uh, partners in the Canadian group who are, you know one or two maybe three men operations uh, maybe I'll ask this question to Rick first. Rick, do you, you know, as being a smaller organization, do you feel somewhat um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Maybe a little more you know. Of maybe a, there's a fear of bringing an idea of thinking that the bigger organization would say, "You know what you're just a little guy, or do you think that doesn't exist in, or that does that exist in h t g
4: well you know i am not in a unique position, but uh, i I do get to participate in two groups, and um like I said, in the group where I'm a member, I am definitely the smallest shop and uh and we have some some recon- recognizable names in my group. Uh, and, and, no, I don't feel that way at all. There, there are times when there's a homework assignment that I just simply can't complete. I can't make up, you know, a, a process or a procedure that I, I don't have. Um, and, it, you know, it drives me to, to say, well, you know, we're going to need to do that. Um, and then in the group that I lead, uh, we do have a, a one-man shop in there. And, and quite honestly, I, I can't speak for him, but I know that the, the larger shops really do Care, you know, and, and they they go out of their way to to help uh, help that individual with his business and really challenge and encourage him to do what he needs to do to grow. So I, I wouldn't feel like there was any. Um, I don't feel like the smaller shops are belittled or you know picked on if that's kind of what you were getting at.
1: So I mean, I I often hear uh, you know from other. Uh, groups and, you know, organizations and in, inside the IT industry and not. And maybe, Mike, I'll maybe swing this, this question over to you, is that, you know, the bigger organizations don't want the little guys around because they think they have, uh, you know, a lack of great ideas. Uh, I, my experience at h e g has been sometimes the greatest ideas have netted a smaller shop, maybe a few thousand dollars, have helped the bigger shops get thousands and thousands of dollars of, of bottom-line uh, profit. Mike, you know, as a, you know, the growing company, uh where do you find most of your great ideas come from? Is it a balance between some of the, what some of the larger shops are doing and what some of the
7: the smaller more um, adaptive change organizations are doing? Um I'd say it's it's coming from both. I mean, in I have 23 employees. Most people in my group are between like 8 and 11. Uh, but I, I just, every time I come back from the conference and I sit down with my executive team and I go through everything I've learned and new things we want to implement, the, those ideas are all coming from my members, of which some of them are half the size. And at the same time, the great thing about HTG is we don't just learn and share just with our own group. Uh, I'm on the marketing committee, and I get tremendous things from there. And then just through the networking, um, I know companies in in your group that you had, Stewarts such as Next Dimension in Windsor, Ontario. They're much bigger than I am, and I learn tremendous things from them as well. So, I don't. I think the the model is unique because there's no intimidation whatsoever. the The fact you have two employees, you're treated with just as much respect and willingness to learn from and share with. Than the companies with 50 employees, and I think that's why it works so well—that everybody is uh, very uh, accommodating of each other.
1: And that's, you know make, you make some good points, Mike, and I'll come back to you on uh, what you got out of you know from the marketing group when we get to. That. I kind of want to throw the qu- uh, back over to Arlen for a brief second here. With Arlen, talk to me about execution, because you know a lot of the guys have mentioned about execution and how HTG helps them to execute. I know that's been uh, one of the core fundamentals of the group. Uh, And, uh, you know, one of the things early that I I learned from you was, you know, as a business owner, really I had nobody holding me accountable, and, you know, execution on what we say we're going to do kind of, you know, happened if it uh, benefited uh, our business back before joining HCG. But talk to me about execution and why it's so
2: important. Well, execution is really the Achilles heel for most most small business owners, no matter what business we're in, and uh, certainly it's definitely true of of those of us in the IT space. Most of us don't have a board of directors or anyone that are holding us accountable, uh, maybe other than our spouse. So it's really important that uh, HTG step up here and the members in those individual groups take that role on. And, and that's part of the magic that, that makes it so valuable to folks is that people's feet are held to the fire and each quarter when they set their goals, they know they're going to have to come back and and defend those to the group, and the, the concept is really no different than it was in kindergarten on the playground. Peer pressure works, and uh, you know we use the power of peer pressure to get folks to execute every quarter, and to be accountable to their group, and uh, that drives change in behavior that's positive and, and takes companies forward. So. It's uh, it's a pretty simple concept, but one that's been very effective because uh, the group members understand their role is to really make sure that everyone else in the group is doing their job, and they certainly don't want to come themselves and stand in front of the group and say that, you know, I set a goal, I just didn't decide to do it this quarter. That, that doesn't play very well for very long.
1: Well, I know in the Canadian group we have actually decided as a group to uh... – you know, get rid of the yellow goals. So yellow goals are no longer uh, allowed. So either red or green, and if you if you, either you did it or you didn't, there's no halfway uh, to completing things any longer. Arlen, I want to kind of turn uh, the, the conversation more to, uh, you know, some of the guests that were invited this time around. Uh, we know we had this is the first time we really brought in industry experts and uh, from outside of uh, HGG to, to present uh, to the group. Or when, you know, maybe the first time that we did it and, you know, we had a, a good turnout of, um, you know, thought leaders from the industry. We had, you know, Ryan Moore from iPad and, uh, you know, Paul Dippel and Arnie uh, spoke uh, from ConnectWise. You know, one of the things that I want to kind of talk on for the next 10 minutes or so is, uh, is the concept of the goal giver, because we had Bob Berg there uh, on the Tuesday afternoon delivering his, key, uh, his keynote, which was phenomenal. A uh, lot of good learnings from there. Well, you know, I want to kind of circle back to uh, the time that we were in Raleigh, North Carolina, a couple of years back when you introduced the concept of that uh, book. And you tell, you told a great story about uh, how you came upon the, the Goal giver book. Would you mind uh, sharing that with us?
2: Sure, I'd be glad to. Uh, yeah, the, I was introduced to the Go-Giver a few years ago by a uh, a gal that is in our uh, our church small group that meets in our home each week, and I was on the way... Uh, out of town and she had called me the evening before and and told me she had just read this new book and and I needed to to read it and uh I thanked her for calling me and said, you know, next time I see you I'll, I'll uh, get the information and I'll pick it up and she she uh said, "No, I, I you need to read it now." And uh you know, I I argued with her a bit and said, "You know, I'm leaving for leaving out of town tomorrow morning. I don't really have time to come get the book, you know." Surely, it's not something that I can't wait till I get back. And she was insistent uh, to the point where she uh, actually met me in the morning on my way to the airport, and and we did a, a handoff through through the windows of our cars, and she handed me the book, uh, which I read on the airplane. Uh, I can't. I was flying to Pittsburgh actually to a Zenith event, and uh, you know she was right. It's a powerful book. It's a it's a uh, business parable that that really teaches the importance of of relationship and and the power of those relationships in life and and uh you know it was the closest thing i had ever read that really defined kind of the mission of of what htg is about where uh we we achieve more by giving to one another freely and as we give the more we give the more we'll receive in return and and those principles that uh those five laws that bob writes about in the book with uh, john david mann are are uh coming to life through htg it's been uh, exciting to watch it it was a real honor that he uh chose to come and spend some time with us in dallas last week and keynote our conference that was uh that's a whole nother story but uh you know it's great to to have a a, uh, a small book like that that uh, really defines the mission we're about and and the concept of investing in one another and building deep relationships that uh, make a difference
1: and that's, so, and that's so important in today's world is, uh, you know, relationships do matter, especially,
5: you know, with
1: the way the economy is going. I want to invite uh, Robert Lindley back. And, Robert, you and I have talked uh, many a time about a different number of different topics, but I want to kind of uh, put you on the spot a little bit here. What was one of the key things that you pulled away from uh, Mr. Uh, Berg's uh, keynote there?
0: Oh, I, I think the uh, – first of all, we've taken the book, and uh, I made it a point to start carrying copies with me, and I, I give them to customers. I, uh, I've given them to all my staff, and uh, it's really the way we're trying to, to run the business. Um, and I think it's made a big difference for us and just uh, being able to to stand out from our competition. Uh, I mean, our customers see the difference in our business when they see the way we handle them versus some other other uh, uh, competitor in our area. Um, the interesting thing for me with with Bob was uh, was listening to some of his comments on uh, on selling and and also just how you uh, start the conversation. Now, one of the things in the conference that I thought was pretty impressive, and I definitely want to read the book, uh, was he started his presentation off by asking all the people he had met in the room that morning to stand up, and there was like 50 people stand up, and he went by, went through and introduced each one of them by name, uh, and I thought that was pretty impressive, and I think, how important is it for you to remember someone's name? And that's probably the thing I took away most is I need to get much better at doing that, at knowing everyone's name that I meet, and, you know, especially our clients and our customers, uh, knowing who you're speaking with and more about them is is so important to
2: our business.
1: That's one of the key things I took away, too, is uh, the importance of understanding, you know, understanding who you're talking to. And, you know, something as simple as remembering a person's name is key. And, you know, I've, uh, you know, taken a lot of those core principles back and even made some improvements even on some of my own Literature that I sent out to clients over the last week, uh, and there's some, there were some great URLs. I'm sure uh, you can go and uh, find them online very easily. Uh, uh, Bob's website. Um, who else can I bring in here? Let me uh, bring back in uh, Dave Sobel here, uh, maybe in, in, uh, from another perspective uh, from Bob Berg's keynote. Dave, would you mind sharing something that you pulled away from Bob Berg's keynote? I wonder if Dave's still there with us. Dave, Dave, are you still there?
5: Well,
1: uh, oh, there he is! Hold on, I'll bring it back in. <laughs>
5: there we go. There you go, go Dave. Uh,
1: yeah. So, uh, what did you pull away from Bob Berg's keynote?
5: Well, I mean, you know, I was it was uh, like Robert. I was very, very impressed with uh, with with his ability to do that. I was one of the people that he he quickly met and then uh, then remembered Nate his name later. Uh, later, and it, of course, it, it sort of solidifies the relationship. But what really, what I really took away from sort of Bob's you know presentation was just, was again the importance of relationships with it and the the investment in people um you know it's it we got into some specifics around networking and introductions and 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 making connections that were really important and I thought you know again you that becomes easy to lose sight of particularly in what we do you know we get very bogged down in you know fixing computers or working tickets or responding to alerts or whatever those kinds of things are, but focusing back on the, on the people element of things and, and how you can help and how you can connect and how you can communicate, you know, it goes an awful long way, and it makes a huge difference for people. And, and refocusing on that, you know, not only at a, at a high level, but, Bob, went over a lot of sort of specific implementation things that really struck out for me, and, and I walked away saying, you know, yeah, that, that's what we need to do even more of.
1: Oh, exactly. There's, yeah, tons of, tons of things that we can uh, improve upon in our life. Uh, and you know, you nailed it, uh, Dave, on a lot of those things there. Now, you know, it was it was very good for me. I mean, I I learned some really good stuff, and I've uh, tried to find his book and his referrals that he mentioned during uh, his keynote. But it, it, for some reason, up here, it's nowhere to be found. So we will have to find a new way to uh, to find uh, to get it. I want to bring in Scott uh, Scroggins, who's uh, the president of HTG, if I can just find his line here. Scott, uh, how are you today?
6: I'm great, Stuart. Good morning, and thanks for having me.
1: Uh, you know, you're more than welcome. And, Scott, uh, I think this is the maybe one of the first times you may be even on this program. So tell us a little about yourself and uh, your role with HTG.
6: Well, I've been fortunate to be involved with Arlen and HTG uh, since joining, really, HTS, um, I had the opportunity to work with Arlen kind of remotely while I was officed in Oklahoma, and I'm now in Omaha, and I have the pleasure of, of uh, making the hour drive over to Arlen uh, probably one to three times a week, depending upon the week and people's schedule, and um, get the chance to uh, work with Arlen, uh, Ken Shetler, and other members of the HTG team in Harlan to uh, set, set the objectives and then to uh, focus on execution of getting them done. Clearly, we've got more opportunities especially now coming out of Dallas, than uh, uh, we can accomplish, but that's the challenge of every business and the opportunity to focus now on uh, laying down those objectives. Just before this call, we had a membership committee call, and we're starting to get more and more people interested in serving on committees and doing things for the membership. So uh, we're very fortunate in that way, and um, I've been in the channel about 15 years and uh, certainly enjoy the opportunity to see the smiles on people's faces um, when they come out of their meetings, when they walk out of a breakout, when they accept an award at an event, and it's uh, it's been a great experience.
1: And you know, Scott, you do a lot. Of, you work very hard, and you know, I, and you know, in our circles, uh, you are definitely one of the, probably the most well process oriented people I've ever met. And uh, you know, and pulling off an event like or even a group like H T G takes a lot of work. And like you mentioned, you know, we had Arlen talk about uh, you know the foundation of H T G. Perhaps you could take a few minutes and share, you know. For those that are, you know, just stumbled upon this for the first time and go, wow, I'm intrigued. I want to learn more. Uh, how do I get involved? Uh, you know, what does HCG look like uh, going forward the next 12 to 18 months? What, uh, what, is there anything that you can share with us today?
6: Well, I think there's some, <clears throat> excuse me, I think there's some exciting things that uh, continue to happen. Um, the last year has been one of, as I think Robert Lindley referred to it, as exponential growth. Uh, as we got to the point where we are today, we still have openings in our face to face groups. Uh, many people do not know that we have an online version of HTG as well and we're actually coming up on the end of our second year of that program a little different model where we have members listen to a recorded uh, presentation by an industry leader or HTG member and then bring that into the online group using live meeting and uh, uh, have similar homework and goals and peer activities and great ideas that are presented well presented there so there's uh... definitely similarity of of models but uh... uh... that's a kind of some different criteria or different objectives people have for being involved in that group as you know from the connect from the conference uh... in dallas we put on the screen our plans for kind of meeting schedule through the end of two thousand ten and uh... We're now on a rotation where every other meeting is rotated between allowing our face-to-face groups meet individually at locations of their choice. Uh, I used to say around the country, but now it's really around the world. And then bringing people together. And uh, the fourth quarter, that will be prior to the ConnectWise conference in early November. And then in 2010, we'll again have the HTG Summit. Uh, and then again, a, a joint meeting with all groups uh uh, in fourth quarter, again, in advance of the Connectwise Summit, the other two meetings of the year will be uh, where the groups can meet as they as they choose. We're going to be doing a number of things as it relates to additional training. Um, some of those around specific vendors. Some of those more business related, where we've got the opportunity. We've built relationships now, as as we talked about earlier in the call, about presenters who came to the to the um, uh, to the breakouts and presented in Dallas. We've uh, got uh, individuals there who are more than interested in holding online sessions that can be recorded so we can build a library around that. We've got our new SharePoint portal that is um, up and running. A lot of work to get that going just before the conference, but the groups have really taken to that, and we'll have everything there from files and discussions to calendar to places for vendors to interact. We're really looking forward to leveraging that as well. Um, You know, I think the core fact, though, is... The, the true, the, the highest value in the areas we really want to focus on are what happens between the four walls during the meeting and with the facilitator. So we're putting a lot of resources into making sure the facilitators are, are ready to go and, and um, you know, provide quality agenda content. We're teaming up with service leadership, uh, Paul Dippel, Brian O'Connell, who are certainly helping us with benchmarking and scorecarding to get that in. So we're doing things more quantitatively, than simply qualitatively, a little bit more by feel, but focusing more on the numbers and how we can take the metrics and benchmarks and into scorecarding, build that into more of the Board of advisor setting, and uh, take on that formal role of advisement. So a lot of different things going on. I'm sure there are others that uh, um, Arlen could talk about as well, but those are some of the key initiatives we have going on this year.
1: That's great, Scott. Thanks for sure and all that. It's good to know that uh, you know the organization continues to focus on uh, delivering great, uh, you know, information and uh, valuable content to the membership. Uh, you know, being membership centric, it's it's a wonderful uh, experience both being a member and you know, helping to serve uh, on different committees and boards. Arden, I kind of want to ask you this question because it, it comes across my mind every once in a while. You know, this, you know, benchmarking and all, understanding all this stuff is all critically important you know and Rick and Mike kind of talked about lifestyle business and is do we run a risk sometimes Arlen that we can get so wrapped up in you know understanding the numbers and all and the and putting systems in process that we kind of lose focus on uh, on a, on our clients and serving our clients is there a, is there a potential running uh, of that happening
2: well there's there you know it all comes down to balance and and uh there's absolutely a risk that uh... a lot of areas of life can get out of balance and and certainly we can never forget about the customer we can never forget about our employees uh... i think that's another area that we sometimes lose sight of when we're in the heat of the battle every day uh... without those two constituencies we really don't have a business and uh... you know so there's a number of areas that we all have to to focus on every day if we want to be successful and uh... That's the the kind of focus that we're trying to put HTG on is, you know, it's about customer, it's about our employees, it's about our life and and family, and uh, it's about how we lead people, and ultimately it gets down to our business. But we can't lose sight of any of those things. They're all critical and important to us if we're going to truly, you know, have a balanced situation and, and serve all people effectively.
1: Yeah, that, and that's critical, And I saw that uh, that slide that you put on at the summit there, where you had the, the circles and how HUG all fitted in together, all different areas. I want to invite uh, John Lalonde from Microsoft on to our uh, to our talk today. Uh, John, can you share from a vendor perspective what you uh, the value that you get uh, with interaction with H C G?
8: Yeah, Stuart. Thanks a lot for having me on. You know, uh, I've known Arlen now for about seven months. Uh met him right after I joined Microsoft, and I actually came from the Partner Channel. And, you know, one of the biggest challenges that I had uh, as a partner myself was really navigating through the juggernaut of Microsoft because it is such a large organization. And, you know, uh, sitting down with Arlen uh, and, and listening to him, you know, talk about his Outlook contacts. Uh, last uh, last count, I know, Arlen, has got to be over 600 now, but last time we talked, it was 500. And, you know, so that's one of the goals that I think Arlen has uh, indirectly tasked me with is really helping um, uh, navigate HTG through Microsoft and really drive that relationship. And Arlen has done uh, a terrific job in driving true partnership because I look at HTG as a whole as, you know, a voice into Microsoft because uh, as a group, uh, individually, you know, you're going to have good relationships with uh, vendor partners. But as a larger group, as HTG, you have a much stronger voice. So, you know, this voice into Microsoft can help us really uh, drive uh, our roadmap of our products, of our programs, marketing programs, uh, and and, um, uh, promotions and things like that. But then I think it's also, I look at it as leveraging it on the the other way of, you know, uh, HTG as a voice to the partner channel uh, to help drive and execute some of our strategies also. So it's just, I I see it as just a mutually beneficial relationship.
1: And, uh, John, uh, from a vendor side, do you, do you, believe that HEG members behave differently in the relationship with vendor partners as maybe somebody else, uh, maybe a, uh, a partner who doesn't have a relationship with a peer group?
8: I would say that the uh, HTG uh, partners as a whole, as I just look at them, uh, they are uh, what I would consider the uber partner. I mean, you know, you look at that profile. They're typically uh, uh, gold. If they're certified, they're heading to gold really quick. Uh, I think, uh, you know, it was really uh, neat. Um, clever Ducks, uh, I think they joined this year, and they went from a registered partner to their a couple points from being a gold partner in a six-month period. So there's just this great forward-moving motion of these partners. You know, another thing is they typically are uh, a managed partner. So the savviness and the drive and the execution of an HGG member is great. And, you know, they are the members that want to leverage programs and they want to execute. And those are the ones that I, I just really enjoy working with because there's that drive for execution.
1: That's wonderful, John. I know. I know. I've got my five. I got five conferences in the last week since getting back from uh, Dallas. So, you know, it was a little bit cheating. I had some. I had some of that stuff. I just need to execute and get it done. But, uh, you know, that that's key that you bring up some of the points. So, thanks for sharing the Microsoft side of uh, the H C G relationship with us, Arlen. Do you think vendors are finally uh, getting it? I mean, I had a post on my blog this morning that you know my friend Joe uh, sent to me last night. He said that he got a phone call end of the month. You know. Almost like the you know get a go taker attitude that Bob shared, but do you think the majority of the partners are starting to get it that uh, you know they have to uh, approach H especially approach H E G members uh, a little differently?
2: Well, Stuart, I, I think that in January when we had our our. Uh... Session. Uh, some of the vendors began to get it, but I really do think that uh, this month, this last week, when we had everybody in in Dallas and uh, we had our summit event, uh, a number of the vendors really did get it. Uh, I've gotten feedback from over 20 companies since getting back from from Dallas, and you know they're they're all saying the same thing that the HTG event is different than any other. They participate, there's more energy, there's more electricity, there's more excitement going on, and, and HTG members want to engage. And uh, that's really the differentiator is that, you know, so many times uh, partners look at the vendor as an enemy or somebody that they uh, shouldn't engage with. And I, I really think our culture is, is getting to the point where our members understand that the vendor is not an enemy. They're They're a huge success factor. And the more we engage, the more successful we'll all be. And and that's really what we're trying to do is let's get to a win-win scenario, to where we're all going down the same road together, and we can leverage the massive amount of resources that these vendor partners have to help us grow our business. Yeah, it's so true, Arlen. I mean, I I I've learned a lot just from what you know interacting with you
1: over the over the years on how to deal with vendors. I want to. I we only have like nine minutes left, guys. So I want to kind of go quickly around the table. Uh, just get some closing comments, and then, Arlen, I'll come back to you for a final uh, remark. Um, over to our friend in, uh, who lives in Arkansas, not Arizona. Robert, any closing comments, anything you'd like to add to the to our conversation today?
0: Well, I think if there's anyone listening that's not part of H2G, uh, you need to catch the vision and get involved. Uh, I think this has been a tremendous uh, move for us with our organization and growing growing our business and uh, and really has helped me to really concentrate on what's important to uh to not only uh to our business but also to me personally
1: great thanks Robert and thanks for uh you know investing some of your time to uh, to join us today uh, I'm gonna bring it over to Rick my good friend in chicago uh Rick any uh, closing comments
4: well I, I would echo uh roberts i I would say that um, Perhaps uh, my investment in HTG—the time, the money I spend, the, the effort that I put into participating—would uh, be the single most important investment uh, I have made, or perhaps will make in my business. I mean, you really can't compare it to anything else.
1: It's Wonderful, and that, you're right, and you're so true. It's so true. I mean, if you look at it as an investment instead of a cost, or you walk, you can walk away with so many things. It's, it's that's critical. Um Rick thanks as always for uh for your uh good and uh hearty feedback.
4: Always a pleasure.
1: So I I'm, I'm going to flip it down to my good friend in DC there Dave uh any last minute uh comments I know you're you always have uh, the last one of the last words to say. <laughs>
5: Well, I, I guess I, the, you know the sort of the, the thing I have to sort of say about the whole experience was I have never worked harder at a conference than I worked that one, and I tend to travel and participate in a lot of things, and, and I think that sort of showed the quality of of the engagement and the people and, and what was going on, just the. The real intensity of, of the commitment of the people in the in the room, and and sort of like Robert, I mean, you got you got to step up and get involved. If you're not uh, if you're not part of the uh, part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And so I think it's a uh, one of those things that you really have to just dig in and, and get involved and do a lot of heavy lifting and work.
1: Great, thanks, Dave, for uh, for that. I'm going to invite my friend Christy in for uh, any last minute comments from uh, from the conference organizer extraordinaire.
3: Well, you know, not so much from the organizer perspective, but I also have been to lots of lots of events and participated in lots of industry events, and I definitely felt the energy and the buzz that's happening in HTG. So I would encourage folks that aren't participating in HTG to definitely take a look at it, because I feel like there's something very important happening here. We've definitely got a, a something critical in the industry going on.
1: Well, changes are coming. I think Arden talked about that a few times uh, during the course of last week. That uh, thing, yeah, definitely things are a brewing out there uh, in our industry, and changes, uh, and changes coming. Uh, Scott, any uh, any last words from you?
6: Well, Scott, two, are you still there with us? You bet. I would just uh, I'd say two la- two last words, and one of those would center around the fact that. Uh, we had a great week last week, but the best is still to come. And for current members, for vendor sponsors, for new members coming on board, uh, you know, we're laying down the path and looking forward to having great engagement, even more participation, and raising the bar for our membership. Um, and secondly, I just want to let people know that maybe listening, that they can learn more about HTG and sign up either for the face-to-face or the online groups at HTG, mem- HTG PeerGroups. dot com. That's HTG PeerGroups. dot com.
1: And Scott, thanks for your your leadership over the last uh, several weeks and getting this thing organized and uh, you know pulling off a great event last week.
6: You bet. Thanks for your help too.
1: So um, you know who else I need to bring in? I'm going to bring Mike in, our friend from uh, my my fellow Canadian colleague, uh, Mike. I know we didn't get back to talk on marketing, but uh, we'll do another show on that down the road. Uh,
5: uh, yeah, any no, last uh, any you know you're
1: you're a fairly new HCG member so any uh, any any words of wisdom from you?
7: Um, yeah, that's a thanks, George. Yeah, I only joined in the fall of '08. Um, I'd say I've learned two major concepts that have changed my business and my life. And one is you need to plan and execute and and figure out where the heck you're going and how you're going to get there. And the second thing I've really learned is that success in business in life it's so important not to focus on I and you have to focus on others. And then it's amazing how things change once you do that.
1: Right? Uh, you know, I think probably one thing I'll add to that as well. Success doesn't happen by accident. It happens because you uh yeah. you know take the right step forward to make it happen. Thanks Mike for uh for coming into us from Buffalo today. And I'm gonna uh my new friend um John from Microsoft in uh, in the Minneapolis area, if you can just get your phone unmuted here uh john any uh last minute comment from uh from the Microsoft side of uh h e g
8: uh you know just uh again, I want to just say you know love the energy, love the buzz as christy mentioned uh and just the forward movement of the group uh, just very positive everybody's trying to uh you know grow their business grow their networks and things like that and and I look at it uh if uh uh in this peer to peer structure of um helping each other. Grow your business. You're going to be ultimately successful if that's with a peer, if it's with a partner. Uh, I, I have uh, uh, really enjoyed uh, uh, meeting Arlen, meeting all the HTG members. Uh, everybody's just so focused on that goal of uh, betterment of self and betterment of the group. So uh, appreciate being in, involved in the organization,
1: John. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, we'll 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 uh, have you on definitely down the road as we get more involved with engaging with the local engagement team and Microsoft and how that all works. So thank you very much for your time today. And Arlen, uh we got a couple minutes left. I'm gonna throw it over to you for the last and final word.
2: Well Stuart I appreciate you uh taking time today to uh to talk with us about H T G and and I think uh what Dave and and Robert said uh are really the key uh, the key thing and that is that h t g is what it is because of the members and their willingness to to give their their own time and energy and and ideas and all that they uh they are to to make it a better organization uh, the amount of work that went into uh dave and his his group's preparation for the vendor training was phenomenal and the impact was was really powerful uh you know that was that was a grassroots thing that was brought brought up and and uh you know, we're seeing that all over the place. Uh, the work that's been done on the SharePoint portal by Leaf and Robert and, and the group, the folks that are helping with that project, all over HTG, we have members that are stepping up and making a difference for one another. And uh, you know, it happens in the boardrooms each quarter when they're working on each other's businesses together. But but it's happening across the entire organization, and and that's really that's really what makes it different and unique. And as long as everyone is giving everyone will receive way more, and uh, so our our vision for the future is that we want every HTG member to have a, a task and a role and something that they're they're working on continually to add value to the rest of the the folks in HTG. And as we bring on uh, these different champs that are are uh, working to learn and educate members in their group and creating committees that are working on uh, membership and, fa- and facilitation and agendas and all those kind of things. We have so many different work streams going on in, in the membership. It's hard for Scott and I to keep up, quite honestly, because people just want to make things happen. And uh, that's really what's unique about what we're doing. That's what will keep it fresh. And, and as Scott said, the best is definitely yet to come. Uh, We are not short on ideas, and uh, unlike a lot of places, we're really not short on people that are willing to step up and do it. And that's what really makes a big deal for us. So I appreciate uh, everybody on the call today and their participation with HTG and uh, particularly uh, your help in driving our message to uh, the world at large. And we look forward to bigger and better things in the uh, days and weeks and years ahead. Well, Arlen, it
1: couldn't have started without the, your vision back uh, oh nine years ago or so when you, when you first brought the first group together. So thanks everyone for uh, for joining us. We're in our last minute here, so as we wrap up, I just want to make uh, the, the listeners, uh, those that are you know listening to us later on their iPods and the uh, Zunes, sorry uh, sorry John, on their Zoons, um, that we have a, an excellent lineup of programs coming up in the next little while uh, on the on May the 15th, we're going to be joined by uh, Kendra Lee. From the KLA Group and talk about the top 20 secrets to attracting new new prospects, and then uh, Ryan Morris from iPad Everything Channel is going to be on uh, near the end of the month to talk about uh, you know what's changing in the uh, in the with the partners and what the 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 partner of the future looks like. So you can get all that information on smallbusinessitradio.com. This is Stuart Crawford in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Uh, we're going to sign off for this week. Check us out online smallbusinessitradio.com.